Hello, and welcome back to Church Boy Chat, a podcast where we talk about singleness, dating, and relationships in the church. I'm your host, Laura. Are you ready to chat? Hey, guys, uh, this is Laura, and this is my first time doing an episode by myself. So this is uh, the beginning of a brand new journey for me. And also for you, if you have been listening for a while, uh, thank you for tuning back in again. Even though you know it's just going to be me, I'm honestly a little bit nervous how this is going to go just because I feel like Church Boy Chat relied heavily on the rapport and the banter between two friends. And so that is a little bit Um, nerve-wracking for me, I guess. Uh, But I've entitled this first episode Resume because of the fact that this is a bit of a fear for me doing this on my own. And instead of stopping it or even putting it on pause, I resumed and I kept going. So I am so excited that you're here with me and I invite you in to this conversation and it is going to, I want it to be a conversation. I know it's just me this episode, but I would love to hear back from you guys and we will be talking today about the different responses to stress, hurts, and traumas. So I'm really excited to get into this with you guys. It's going to be, I think, a really good episode, honestly. I just got to get over those little initial butterflies of it just being my voice the entire time. So (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Uh, Let's jump into it. We've all heard about fight or flight, right? That's something we've heard about. We've learned about it. But recently in the um, community of like psychologists, you know, that is not me, almost was. I, that was my major for a little bit in college. There have been two more areas that they have identified as different responses to trauma, which I'm very happy about because one of them is how I respond. And it never made sense to me when we would talk about like fight or flight responses because I couldn't understand them. Cause I was like, that's, I don't, I don't do either one of those. Is there one that's in between? I don't know. Maybe I'm both. I, like it just made no sense to me. There is freeze and fawn. Most recently they've added fawn, which is very cool. Um, and actually makes sense for a lot of relationships that I have with friends. So that also helps to identify how your friends or people that you love or see often, how they react in, um, in a traumatic or stressful situation, just so that you can better understand them, you know, empathy, really good thing to have in your relationships. Um, so, um, all of these things that we're going to talk about today, the fight, flight, freeze, and fawn, they, I feel like it's all, it's very important to understand how you respond to things. Number one, because this world, it hurts you. You're going to get hurt. You are not 100% unattached from any type of hurt. And I mean, there is, there is a moment like a little childhood trauma and it's not even, it doesn't even need to, need to be a big one. A lot of the times when you, when people talk about trauma, initially people are like thinking about abuse or like an accident or like divorce or something like that in your childhood that really created this like very traumatic experience. But what I've read mostly about is that a lot of, the majority of people don't really have that experience. And 
what the jumping off point for these reactions and how we respond to hurts can always be um, a very small situation in your childhood, but it's the way somebody responded to something that you suggested as a child. It can be as easy as that. Like you wanted to play this game, but then an adult or somebody that you put in high regard responded uh, in a very negative manner or made fun of it or something like that. And then that is you as a child responded in the best way you know how, how your brain works, how your emotions work. And you, you figure out just naturally how you respond from then on, as you grow up, as you become a teenager and experience hurts, as you are an adult and you experience stressful and hurtful situations, you have that pattern of what you feel comfortable and how you feel comfortable responding to those situations. While I was beginning to plan for this episode and talk about this, I was trying to identify people in the Bible that also correlate with these types of responses, because I think it's really good to put it in a biblical lens, because really the answer, I mean, spoiler alert, really the answer to all of this is Christ. But let me not get too ahead of myself right now. But being able to identify biblically how people reacted, I think is really good. And we learn so much from people in the Bible that this, it's only natural for us to do this for these situations as well. So for fight, I initially thought of David, who, I mean, from the beginning, he, I mean, isn't allowed to fight in the war, but he does anyway. <laughs> Okay. Um, and not just like go and fights in it, but he like stands up against the biggest baddie in the whole army, you know, <laughs> like with a stone, um, and his faith. That's a good thing to remember. Um, <laughs> but then also like everything to come. I mean, uh, King Saul wanted to kill him. He fought for his life and all of this. Um, he was a man that was constantly pursuing God's heart, but all like, making not the best decisions, but like still praising the Lord and fighting for his, his relationship with God in that, which is such a good example for that type of response. And then, um, we have flight, which one of my favorite characters, um, uh, in the Bible is, which is Moses. Y'all poor Moses from the beginning of everything. He was <laughs> just like, in my mind, I'm just imagining him being a baby in a basket being like, yep, I'm running away. I'm just kidding. He didn't. <laughs> and then he just like got into the belly of the beast. <laughs> He's no, not the way I wanted to go, mom. Oh, poor Moses. Uh, God was just like, I want to use you. And he was like, I, I can't, I'm not, a, I can't, I can't speak well for, you know, I just, no, I don't do crowds. I, it's not me. You don't want me. You want that guy over there. And God's like, no, it's you. And then, um, you know, th some things happen. He, he kills a man and then he runs away, um, flight risk. And then God's like, Hey buddy, <laughs> still using you. And then, you know, they get out of Egypt and all this awesome stuff happens and everybody complains. And then he's like, keeps going back to God. And he's like, why, why I need help here? Like I, these people, you know, poor Moses, love Moses so much, so much love for Moses. He learns to run to God in those situations and ask for help. I mean, there's the whole time when he, 
he's like, I, I cannot, this is so much responsibility. He's like, I need help. And then God's response is like, yeah, you do. Okay. Let me get 70 other dudes to take on, you know, spreading my, my word to prophesy for one day. It takes 70 men to do what you were doing this whole time, but only for one day. And it's just like wild. Like he had a lot on his shoulders. Moses, strong, strong man. And then for freeze, initially I thought of Adam and Eve. And I know a lot of people might've been like, no, they were flights. They ran away, but they didn't leave Eden. Um, the thing is, is like, they were like, oh no, we did this. Let's put clothes on and hide. Like, <laughs> oh man, Adam and Eve. Um, but I mean, yeah, they just hid. <laughs> they saw, <laughs> they sought solitude. And then we have Job who for fawn, which was honestly one of the hardest ones for me to really be like, this is who this is. I don't know. Um, so this might be a stretch for Job and fawn to be a fawner. In my head, whenever I think of Job, I just think of like a pile of burnt everything. And then like a naked man covered in soot and dirt from head to toe and then nothing within a mile of him and him just like screaming like, why? That's what I imagine when I think of Job. But Job endured so much suffering, just attack after attack from the enemy. And, but also in his heart, there is this, um, sense of like, I'm praising you. I'm standing up for you. What are you doing for me? You let all these other, the wicked get what they want. You're blessing them, but you're not blessing me, but I keep praising you. And then it came to a point where he just needed to, he needed to humble himself before the Lord. Before I get too ahead of myself. Oh, did I even talk about, did I even talk about which each of these are? I don't even think I did. Let's do that. So now that you know, biblical, um, biblical examples. Let's really dive into what each one of these responses entails. So for fight, I mean, it is pretty much how it sounds. Um, but it's mostly like a preservation move where you respond usually in anger and aggression. It can be different for all people that anger and aggression can actually be turned outward on onto the situation or onto others. But sometimes there are people who are fighters who turn the aggression inwards on themselves, which is really interesting to think about. So that would be an example of fight for flight. It is that person that usually has a bunch of things going on and they have to be 100% perfect at everything they do. When they're not 100% perfect at one thing that they're doing, they turn away from it and they run from it and they put their energy and time into something else that is flourishing in their life. If, if there's ever like a hiccup with anything and they feel like it's going wrong, it's usually a, I'm not going to pay attention to it right now. I'm going to, I'm going to walk away from that and I'm going to put my time and energy into something that I think actually is going to give me purpose and me feel better about myself. So that's usually what a flight person, how they respond. Freezers, which this is the one that I, I identify with the most, but when anything bad happens, it's basically like you freeze, you drop everything and you go into solitude. 
um, you seek solitude and you kind of hide away from the situation. You isolate yourself from anything bad going on around you, but also you isolate yourself from anything, honestly, that's good that's going on around you. And then fawning, which it is just how all these are usually just how they sound. These are for people who, um, they're usually people pleasers, but they can feel like they're being taken advantage of. Um, they have a fear of avoiding conflict, usually have poor self-esteem. They usually will flatter others instead of actually like getting to know people and having conversations. They'll just like do topical flattery. No, they don't know when to say no. And they will, honestly, they will stay in a situation that isn't serving them in hopes to help the other person, but like to their own detriment, very unhealthy place to stay. And they'll do it because they're like, oh, I'm going to help. I can, I can help with this. It's kind of like your airbag response to trauma, I guess, and how you feel like you're going to best serve yourself in this situation. And when you're looking at it that way, and also just so you know, not all of these responses are bad. Um, some really awesome ways to look at each of these is for fight. People can be standing up and fighting for something that they believe in. They can stand up for the little guy, um, or just rights in general. Um, flight can be self-preservation in the sense of like, you're not in a healthy place and you need to leave the situation. You need to take yourself out. Freezers. The good way to look at somebody or somebody who does freeze in a situation, a healthy way to respond in that situation when you do freeze is to take that time to then assess the situation when you are frozen and then how can you proceed to make it better or how can you proceed to heal that situation and fawning it's very interesting with fawning because the things that they are doing are so easily seen as not bad but it is also understanding when you are actually helping someone out versus hurting yourself doing things for others is not a bad thing taking care of others it's not a bad thing giving people compliments not a bad thing, but it's understanding the root of that situation and why you are doing that. And if it is actually going to give you good fruit in the end. Now that we've identified our biblical characters that correspond, which there are so many more, so we could definitely go on and on about that. And then we've covered what the response is. Now it's how do you apply it to your life? Like how do you move forward in this situation? So for any, there are, I have a question for each person that responds in this, in this way. And I think that honestly, this is a really good thing to remind yourself every single day when you get up in the morning, because there's always going to be little things, you know, you, you are, you are going to be attacked in this world. Um, you are a Christian um, living in a world of sin and it's not easy. Let's all agree on that. Um, for our flight responses, a question to be asking yourself every single day is who or what are you fighting for? What are you standing up for? Why, why are you standing up for that reason? Does it point back to God? Is it worth that, that frustration and that anger? Who are you running to for our flight risks? Who are you running to? Are you running to others for approval? Are you running from God? Are you running to God? Like, who are you running to? For the people that respond with freeze, 
what are you focusing on? What are you spending your time doing? When you seek that solitude, are you spending time in the word, praising God, understanding what's happening in your life and why you're responding this way? Or are you seeking either even further detachment by going on your phone or binge watching TV shows? I know I'm guilty of it. (laughs) Uh, What are you putting your time? what What are you putting your time toward in that, in that, um, focus. And then for fawners, who are you praising and why are you praising them? Are you praising God? I mean, that's the answer of like, you know, you should, you know, praise God. Um, but like, are you praising others because of the good that they're doing? Or is it because you're afraid of them? Are you, are you staying in a situation that, that God would want you to be in? When, when you're in that situation, are you, are you doing it for Christ or are you doing it for self-fulfillment? What are, what are those things? Who are you praising? So who are you fighting for? Who are you running to? What are you focusing on? Who are you praising? And I think those are good things for us to each remember. But when, once you identify what your response is to ask yourself that question in any situation of like, why am I doing this? What's the reason? And hopefully being able to adjust and point back to God in that situation. So with that, that is the end of the first episode with just me. I hope it was good. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It's fine. I appreciate all of you guys who have stuck listening to church boy chat, who've stuck with the podcast. You didn't get stuck with us. This is your choice, but I appreciate you so much. And next week is going to be an episode with a guest co-host, Danny, who has been on before. Uh, I'm very excited and I'm so grateful for him. He has a heart for this as well. And so I'm just really excited to talk with him. And then moving further on, um, look forward to seeing interviews with different couples, individuals, so on and so forth. And I want to give a shout out to Madison Renfro, who is also on an episode previously, our church girl chat episode she was on, but I reached out to her with help for designing our Instagram posts. So go give those posts some loves and likes because she's amazing. And somewhere down the line, I would really love to support her more in her graphic design and, you know, maybe like design some stickers and I don't know, that'd be really cool, right? I don't know. Tell me what you think. In on our Instagram, on our post for today, go and let us know what your response is and if you've learned anything or if you already knew and how that's helped you. Um, I would love to hear more from you guys. And I love you all. And I thank you so much. I hope this was not cringy. Okay. Bye.